believer. I pray you'd help us, God, tonight. God, stir our hearts, God, in what you've done in our lives. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Boy, I thought about this. I got so much more than what I asked for. But all I wanted was some help. I didn't know I was going to get a home in heaven, justified, redeemed, be a part of the family. I didn't know I was going to have an intercessor every day of my life. I didn't know that when I fell, he'd pick me up. I, mean, I had no idea I was getting a friend. That sticketh closer than a brother. I didn't know I was getting a friend that loveth at all times. I didn't know I was getting somebody that Song of Solomon said, Yea, he is altogether lovely. Amen. That means whatever way you look at Jesus, you can't find an ugly way to look at him. I tell you, if you look at the front side of him, the back side, the right side, the left side, it doesn't matter what direction you look at the Son of God. He is absolutely altogether lovely. Amen. Well, I've got so much more than what I asked for. Yeah. Well, I wrote this down. The ability of God to give us more than what we asked for is found in Ephesians 3.20. The Bible said, now, he's just got done giving a long prayer request. If you listen, to, I'll give you a couple of things he said. Listen to verse number 16. That he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might of, by his spirit. In the inner man. He said, boy, I want, you to, I want you to get a hold of the riches he's got for you. I want you to have strength. He's telling that church, boy, I want all these things for you. And then he says that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that you be rooted and grounded in love. Boy, I pray that you get so rooted and grounded that you can't fall over. Amen. Boy, God, Paul is wanting some great things for this church. But Paul realizes that Paul can't do it. Paul's, Paul's prayer alone, his desire for them to have that stuff, can't. Do it. So he's got to take time out. He's, he's he, uh, just like a basketball game or any other game. He says, time out. Time out. He said, now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all. That we ask or think. He takes his eyes off people and he says, oh God, you do it. God, you do it. Well, this is exactly what it is tonight. I want a lot of good stuff for victory. I want good stuff for everybody in this building tonight. But I'm going to tell you, it's going to take God wanting to do it. Amen. I'm glad he wants to do it, by the way. Amen. But I want to cry out to him to help others. But I wrote this down now unto him that is able. Boy, look at his ability. What is he able to do? Well, he said to do exceeding. But I wrote down the definition of the word exceeding. It means beyond limits. It means beyond limits. Well, you know, we put God in the box and say, well, God can do this, but I, I just don't know if he can do this. And I tell you, throw your box in the trash can tonight. I think God can do anything. I throw all the limits out the door. Throw all the limits out the window tonight. God has no limits. He has no extent that he can only go to. Our God can go as far as he desires to go. Amen. Yeah, man. They're beyond limits. I wrote down this exceeding me to the furthest extent. Boy, I'll tell you this. I, I'll, give you, I'll give you this. I'll, tell you, I'll let you go home and study. That Bible said in Hebrews 7, but John, he's able to save us. Yeah. To the uttermost. That's right. That come unto God by Him. Yeah. 
Yeah. That word uttermost means a lot of the same thing that the word exceeding means. Yeah. Beyond limits. Yeah. To the furthest extent. Yeah. You say, how saved are we tonight? To the furthest extent. Yeah. I'm saved to the furthest extent yeah. tonight. Yeah. I'm so saved. I got, there's no limit to how saved yeah. I am. Amen. 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 Well, listen to this. Not, not only that, but I thought about this. God wants me and you to go to a place of no limits. You say, what do you mean? The Bible says that for us to go to, go to the uttermost. The uttermost. But to only share the gospel. That means go to the furthest extent possible to reach everybody on this planet with the gospel that they might not die and go to hell without God. God, I'll tell you, being a missionary and somebody planting corn is a good thing. Giving somebody clean water is a good thing. Giving somebody good food is a good thing. Giving somebody a place to live is a good thing. But if you let them have all that and you don't tell them how to stay out of a burning hell, you've missed it all, friend. I tell you, that you, you can give them food. And ain't nothing wrong with doing that. And we do that. We give people food. We try to help people. But if you do not preach the gospel, you don't tell somebody how to stay out of hell, that man, I'm telling you, ain't worth you waiting so old, amen. Me neither. Me neither. Exceeding. Abundantly. <laughs> they say, what can he do? What can God do? He can do exceeding. <laughs> he can do beyond limits. He can do, he can do beyond what you think he can do. Well, say, how do we know that God can give us more than what we ask for? Well, he can do exceeding. How do we know he can give us more than what we ask for? Well, he can do abundantly. Exceeding. Abundantly. You look at the word abundantly, it means to be filled to overflowing. You say, I don't know if God's got enough to help me. Well, He's got enough to field to overflowing. Amen. He said, Well, I just don't know God can do it. He's got so much. It's overflowing this evening. Just ask Him, Amen. Amen. Boy, I got a lost, I can say I got a lost family member. I got a lost son. I got a lost daughter. I got wayward grandchildren. I got lost grandchildren. I just don't know if God's really able to do what He's always said He's been able to do. Well, He can do exceeding. And you can't ask Him that He can't do abundantly. You can't ask Him a prayer that He can't answer. Amen. Amen. Listen, He said He can do abundantly. That means overflowing. He's got the ability to do anything you want Him to do tonight. The same God I preach about tonight made the world. Made the sun, made the moon, made the stars, made the green grass, made the trees that grow. That same God tells you and me, hey, call unto me, and I will answer thee, and show thee great and mighty things, which thou knowest not. Amen. That's what He said. Overflowing. Full. So I don't if He's got enough. He's full. He's so full, he's overflowing with help. Abundantly. Abundantly. Exceeding. Boy, I've always loved this verse because the next word. If exceeding wasn't enough. If him telling you that he could do beyond limits. And he has no stopping place. If that wasn't enough. If him telling you that he was overflowing. If he told you all that, and that wasn't enough to convince you that this God could do what you need Him to do. He said, above all. Yeah. He said, exceeding, abundantly, above all. Yeah. Yeah. He said, I'll tell you what. He said, above exceeding, above abundant. He said, I'm doing all. Amen. Amen. He said, above all. That we ask or think. I'll be honest with you, some prayers I've asked. But there's been some prayers I've thought and did. I was afraid to ask. 
And you say, why is he afraid to ask us? This is a big prayer. You ever had a big prayer? I guarantee everybody in here has had a big prayer. They wish God just do something about it. God, could you do something about this? But you're afraid to ask him because you feel like it just might be too big for God to do anything about it. But I got, I got, I got good news for all of us tonight. You will not ever pray a prayer that's so big that God can't do something about it. Amen. He said, you'll never, he said, listen, he's able to exceed him abundantly above all that we ask or think. He said, stuff you're afraid to ask him, he's still able to do it. And in fact, he's not only able to do it, but he's able to do above it. He said, above all that we ask or think. Listen, I love this verse. Listen to this part of this verse. This verse is an amazing, power-packed, wonderful verse. Hey, if you was going to have a live verse and you ain't got one, this would be a good one. But listen, listen to this. He said, the, according to the power that worketh in us. He said, boy, that's heavenly power. No, 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 no. No, it ain't. I, I said, no, it ain't. He said, what power is it? That's that same power Brother Carl been put down in every believer's heart. You got power to overcome sin. Power to live a godly life. Power to be a soul winner. Power to serve God. Power to pray. I'm telling you, we got power on the inside. Yes, we do. Exceeding power, Mr. Henry. Abundant power. Above all power. Inside of your heart. What the Bible said. That ain't what the preacher said. That's what the Bible said. Yes, Amen. That Bible's clear, but John lets me know that same power dwells in me. Dwells in us. Same power dwells in me and you. And it's working. Worketh in us. You say, well, I'm as perfect as I'm ever going to get. God bless you. Sign my Bible before you leave. Amen. Because I'm not there yet. Amen. You say, I'm perfect, then God bless your heart. I'm not. If you're looking for fault tonight, look no further than the pulpit. You found, you found a good one. Just look at me. I'm filled with fault. He said, Brother John, you in deep sin? No, but I guarantee you I got fault. I have failures. I do things I ought not do. I live in ways I ought not live. I say things I shouldn't say. And I, listen, you say, Brother John, you cuss? No, but sometimes where I spit, the grass wouldn't grow back. Anybody agree? Take your halo off with your church. Amen. Take your wings off. We ain't angels tonight. We're not tonight. We're way more wicked than we think we are. I've said it a billion times, but I'll say it again. You say, I'm not wicked. What if I plugged a, what if I get a projector to plug into your brain and put it up on them screens on that television on both sides and let everybody see what you've thought about for the last two weeks of your life? I wonder if you wouldn't be ashamed of what you thought about. Come on. Amen. Oh, that holy we really are. What the hell? Spiritual and Christian we really are tonight. So I don't feel the Lord. I, I beg to differ. I guarantee that you do. But if you look at for failure, don't look no further than me. But I'm glad it ain't, ain't God's fault that I fail. Because I got power in me to live the right kind of life He wants me to live. If I fail and you fail, it's your fault. It's my fault. 
Not God's fault. Because He gave me a new power to overcome. You got so much power living in you when you got saved. You got exceeding power, abundant power, above all power. Burn, burn inside your heart. We got it. Somebody say we're walking eyeball deep in dynamite and don't even know how to use it. It's the truth, ain't it? That's the truth. Listen to this. Not only do you find the ability of God to get to do more than what I asked for and do more than what you asked. Can I ask you this tonight? How many raise your hand and say God has done more for you than what you asked Him to do? I believe all of us had to say, boy, he's done more for me than I ever thought he would. He, he's, answered, he's answered further along than I, I even asked him to. He's done more than I asked him to do. Look at Luke, chapter number 23. And I'll be done here in just a moment. You hang with me in Luke 23. Luke 23. The Bible said right here, Luke 23, in verse number 37. I want to give you a couple of things right before I read these verses. I thought about some people in the Bible that God gave them more than what they asked for. That Bible said that Hannah in the book of 1 Samuel wanted a child and God gave her Samuel. But then he gave her five more children after that because God gave her more than she asked for. But I read this about five, feeding to the 5,000 in John chapter number 6. He only, they only wanted to be fed. But the Bible says they were fed they were filled, and there's 12 baskets left over out of five loaves of bread and two fish. Like one man said, it was two sardines and five hush puppies. Amen. I don't know, but I will tell you this. God took care of the need. Amen. Two small fish, five loaves of bread, but Tony fed 5,000 people to the full and 12 baskets left over. He gave more than I asked for. Amen. Not only that, but John chapter number four, that woman said, give me this water that I thirst not. All she wanted was some water. But the Bible said, whosoever believeth in him shall be wells of water springing up into everlasting life. She asked for water, but he gave her the well. Amen. In fact, let me correct myself. He gave her wells. Not just a well, he said wells. Of springing water. Fresh water. Living water. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Not only do we find his ability to do it, but we find a, a thief admitting some things in Luke 23. Look at verse 37. And I'll get on in here and just a minute, but listen to this. And saying, if thou be the king of the Jews, save thyself. I wrote down in my Bible. I'm glad he didn't. I'm glad that he didn't. Listen, I'm glad Jesus didn't save himself. They said, if you're Jesus, won't you save yourself? Won't you come down from the cross? But listen, if he'd have come down from the cross, me and you'd have went to hell. Me and you'd have spent eternity in a literal burning hell. But God, the Lord Jesus, stayed on the cross to pay for our sin. Amen. Until he could at last say, it is finished and he gave up the ghost so why did he give it up because it couldn't be taken Bible said for the wages of sin is death it had to be sin is what caused a man to die in the Bible hey but listen Jesus had no sin and so he had to give his life up because he was sinless 
Listen to this. Bible said verse 38, and a superscription just means right above the cross. It was a big, it was a big place up above the cross that had a saying. They would put above them what their crime was and what they had done above the cross. To, as they looked at that man hanging on the cross every time they seen whoever it was hanging. Because Jesus wasn't the only man to be crucified, but he was the only one to be dying for sin of others and not himself. Amen. Yeah. Well, they put that. They put that across the top of him to tell what he did and who he was. But I, read, I read this first of all. I believe it was the first gospel track ever wrote. Yeah. Yeah. Was wrote above the cross. Yeah. He said, how do you get that? Well, listen to this. First of all, it was wrote in every language. It was around during that day. He was wrote in Greek. Hey, you know what the Bible says? Superscription also was written over him in letters of Greek and Latin. Hebrew, those are the three main languages of the day. And they wrote them above to say, hey, we don't want anybody to miss it. We don't want anybody to not get it. You know what I mean? You ought to be doing that. We ought to be sharing the gospel with every language of every people and anybody we can share it with tonight. We ought to give them the gospel, the death, burial, resurrection of the lovely Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. Listen to this. Boy, I, read, I wrote this down. I thought about the admitting. What, what did he admit? Well, I believe he admitted some things in his verses. And the reason I say it was a track, first gospel track ever wrote, this late, later on this man says, remember me when thou comest in thy kingdom. How do you know he's a king? Because yeah. he looked above his head and saw it and said, this is Jesus, king of the Jews. Yeah. This is Jesus, king of the Jews. First gospel track ever written showed that man, he was, he, that this is king. This is the king of the Jews. That's him. That's him. Well, that's what a God, that's what them papers back here at the back, we, we pass them out to people and give them the gospel. That's all it's about. Hey, we won't tell you about Jesus the King. I won't tell you about Jesus the King. I won't tell you about our Savior, our Sovereign, our King Jesus. Amen. Let me give you this. Hey, what, did he, what did he admit? Well, he admitted his guilt. He admitted the guilt that lied in the thief. But can I tell you this tonight? You'll never get saved. You realize you're guilty. Right. Amen. Ain't nobody ever gets saved their lives are guilty. Yeah. Bible said he gave us a law to, that all the world may become guilty yeah. before God. Yeah. That's why he gave it to us. Listen to what the Bible said in verse 39. And one of the malefactors which were hanged railed on him, saying, If thou be Christ, save thyself and us. You know what he wanted? He didn't want a Savior to save him from sin. He wanted a Savior from sa to save him in his fleshly problem. There's people who say, boy, I just want God to get me, get me, give me some financial help. That's good, but you need some salvation help. Amen. He said, boy, God, I want God to fix my marital problems. That's great. But you need a Savior to save you from eternal hell. Amen. And the rest of it's good. We've got to be saved. That's what this thief was doing. He was just the place where he just wanted some fleshly help. Get me off the cross from hurting Get off the cross yourself, and when you do, get me off too, please. Help me. Help me. Ain't nothing wrong with wanting some help. But just don't forget the worst help we ever needed was salvation. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Listen to what the Bible said. After that, it said this. said, verse 40, here's another thief talking. But the other answering rebuked him. Listen, you say, Brother John, I bet he, I bet he, had this, I bet he didn't ever agree with this man. Well, the Bible says he did. Matthew 27 said, both thieves had been casting the same in his teeth. I don't know where it happened. I feel like I think I have an idea. But both them thieves at the beginning of the crucifixion were saying, if you're Jesus, come on down, if you're Jesus. Both of them were saying that. 
But then all of a sudden, right in the middle of all that, this is the stops, Brother John. He says, he said, you're saying that wrong. They've been saying the same thing. Why is he telling me he's wrong now? Yeah. Between all that, my opinion is, Brother Henry, I believe you heard him say, Father, forgive them. Yeah. But know not what they do. Right. <laughs> I believe they were saying, hey, I believe that did something that his heart struck. That struck a chord deep in this man's soul. He said, here a man's being crucified. Here he's dying. He's bleeding. He's suffering. And he's saying, Father, forgive them. For they know not what they do. I believe that thief said, I don't know, but I believe that man has something better than me. I believe there's a Savior. I believe that's him. Amen. I believe he saw something in him. Listen to this. What he admitted, he admitted his guilt. Because the Bible said, and, the, and, and one of the male factor, verse, verse number 40, I'm sorry, but the other answered and rebuked him, saying, Dust not thou fear God, seeing thou art in the same condemnation. Can I tell you one thing this guy admitted? I didn't write it down. But he admitted fear. Yeah, that's right. He admitted fear. Yeah. He admitted, but I'm afraid to die. Yeah. Don't it scare you to die? I believe he's asking this other guy, ain't it bothering you that you're going to die like you're dying? Hey, boy, can I ask you tonight? I, 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 I just take for granted that everybody's saved on Sunday night, but I don't know. So if you're in here and you're not saved, I, don't, I do not know that. But I do ask you this question. Can you die with what you're living with? Come on. Can you die with what you're living with? If you died tonight, could you die with it? Having peace in your heart that heaven's your home. Yeah. Having peace in your heart that you're forgiven and saved yeah. and a child of God. Yeah. Well, if you can't do that, you're missing it tonight. But he admitted, boy, I'm afraid to die. I'm afraid to die like this. I don't know about you, but night I got saved. I was admitting, boy, I'm afraid to die like this. I don't want to die like this. I don't want to die like this. Man, I, I've been in car wrecks. And everything else. And knew I was going to hell. Boy, I knew it. You didn't have to convince me. It didn't take 10 preachers come to my house and, and convince me I was going to hell. Brother Jimmy, I knew it. I knew I was going to hell. I mean, I wasn't happy about it really, but I knew I was going to hell. I knew I had no hope, I thought. But all oh, that man of God gave me hope out of the Bible. Amen. He let me know that I was going to hell, but I didn't have to. He let me know I was going to burn, but I didn't have to. I could be saved. I could be forgiven. God could change my life. Hey, God could save my soul. I'm glad God let me know He loves me. Amen. Ain't you glad He lets you know He loves you? He does love you. He loves the world. You're in the world right now, so He loves you. He loves me. He loves everybody. This thief goes on to say this, seeing thou art in the same condemnation, and we indeed justly. You know what this thief does? He admits his guilt. He ain't saying, well, boy, I didn't do it. It wasn't me. It's that other boy. Funniest thing I ever saw in my life. One of them, anyway. Saw a lot of funny things in my life. But anyway, what funny thing I saw in my life? I was watching cops. You say nothing spiritual about cops. Let's say it's something spiritual about drug dealers getting slammed and tased. Somebody yeah. say amen. 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 Ain't that right? Yeah. I still love them. I just say that. I don't want anybody getting fed no drugs. Do you? That's right. It's ruining people's yeah. lives. Yeah. That's right. We still going to reach 
that we still get the gospel. We're going to reach every drug dealer we can reach. But I'm just telling you, some spirits about that taste and all that, all the rest of that. Amen. All that all, all slamming down. You know, so I guess because I'm Baptist. That's what I like fighting and biting, you know, all that violence. I'm just kidding. Amen. You know, Baptists love to fight. Amen. So I like to fight. Amen. But anyway, I was watching one day. Man, I. Uh, on that show, this guy's running. I mean, I mean, he's slapping. He's out on the officers. He really is. But you can't. There's not a moment you can't see this guy. Not one moment. Well, he puts. He, he, he finds something. I can't remember if it's a hat or what it was. Shoves it on his head. He comes around the corner, falls on the ground. Acts like he's been laying there the whole time. They come there. They pick him up. And say, hey, man, we finally you know, got him. You know, they got. Him. He said, "What are you doing?" He said, "Well, who, who you at?" He said, "I ain't him." And they went searching his pants and found drugs. He said, Do you my pants? Do you mind mine? That's about the biggest excuse I ever heard. That's, that's, you know, ain't my pants. That's my body's pants. I just put them on. I don't know about y'all, but I don't share pants with nobody. Say, so man. Yeah. One thing, I'm too fat to share pants with anybody else. Say, man. <laughs> I told him, Lee, I said, I don't believe good I don't believe fat people ever die. Because I can't find no clothes in good will. Sometimes right now, fat people don't die, friend. They live forever. So if you want to live forever, get fat. That's what I did, so I'm going to live forever. Amen. That's the biggest excuse I've ever heard in my life. These ain't my pets. Really? Man, you couldn't have come up with something better than that. I said, you've got to be ignorant to think somebody's going to buy that. But this, this thief ain't doing that. This thief ain't playing around. Man, I've heard, I've heard people play around, just joke around. All they're mad about is they got caught. But they some people. I preached in prison for six years when I was a rock of ages. And I promise you, they some men that were just sad they got caught. But they some men who was really burdened that they sinned and needed God and got saved. Amen. You say they got jailhouse religion, but I ain't tell you this. There's a lot of people got church house religion, and they ain't never really been saved. Amen. Listen, boy, there's guilt in this thief. He saw guilt in himself. Listen, you can't see nothing but bad in you. Unless you got Jesus in you, you got treasure hidden, rich beyond measure. Amen. But without him, you ain't got nothing. You got a black, dirty heart. You got a nasty heart. You got a heart the Bible said is desperate. Desperate heart. Wicked. Desperately wicked. Who know it? I can't even know the depths of my wicked heart. Ain't you glad God will take an old black heart, old dirty, nasty, wicked heart, dip it deep in the red blood of Jesus, and bring it up out of water and snow. Amen. Help me. I like what Billy Sunday used to say. He said, Billy Sunday said, I don't see how a brown cow can eat green grass. Had give white milk. He said, but I'll tell you one better than that. I don't know how a black-hearted sinner can get dipped in red blood and come out whiter than snow. Amen. But it happens. Listen to this. Not only the thief, he sought guilt in himself. Man, I'll tell you, you, you've got to see that before you see anything else. If a man feels himself worthy, or a woman feels herself worthy, I, I don't believe they've ever been saved. Because that's the first step you've got to get to 
is guilty, unworthy, unfit to be saved. And yet He loved you anyway. I believe after that He saw the guiltless Savior. Verse 41, the Bible said, and we indeed justly said, we are getting what we deserve. We're getting what we deserve, is what he's saying in these verses. He said, but this man, uh, for, for, we, for we received the due reward of our deeds, but this man hath done nothing amiss. Boy, that word amiss, excuse me, anything, anything off away from what God says to do. Anything trespassing. Anything just off the mark a little bit. Brother John, he didn't miss it by any at all. Yeah. He's not a miss. He, he did not at all did he miss yeah. it. And this, he was perfect, yeah. holy, yeah. undefiled before yeah. sinners. Yeah. I said he was separate from sinners. Yeah. He's holy God Almighty. And yeah. he died for us. Amen. Yeah. But he saw his own guilt. And he saw the guiltless Savior. He saw the Savior was guiltless. Yeah. Yeah. He was holy. Yes, he was righteous. Yes, he done everything right. Yes. Everything. Yes. Think about it. Jesus never thought a bad thought. Right. He never said a bad word. Yes. He never done a bad deed. That's right. He never saw, he never, he never went to a place and did anything y'all might have done. Yes, Me and you have. Sure. Sure, yeah. But ain't you glad that he took our place? The guiltless for the guilty. Sure. The sinless for the sinner. The holy. For the wicked. Ain't you glad he did? Listen to this. The guiltless Savior. Let me tell you this and all of that, but let me give you. You say, well, Brother John, you said you got more than you asked for. Well, let me give you three ways we got that this thief got more than what he asked for. Let me tell you his prayer first in verse 42. I wrote down this asking and answering. You see him admitting, we've seen the ability. But I want you to see for just a minute, asking and answering. Listen to what the thief asked him in verse 42. And he said to Jesus, Lord, remember me when thou comest in thy kingdom. There's two words in that verse. He said, remember. So that means it's going to be a little bit of time in between here and when he finally remembers it. And then he said, When? Thou comest in thy kingdom. Like it's going to be a later on date. Maybe surely somewhere down the road I'm going to get in. Surely somewhere down the road he'll at least have a thought about me. And somewhere down the road surely he'll think about me. Brother Tony, I like what the Lord Jesus tells him though. Jesus said to him, Verily, I say unto thee, Today, 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 Day. Not remember me down the road. Not later on down the road. Right now. Today shalt thou be with me in paradise. Not later. Right now. He was just asking for a later remembrance. But he didn't get a later remembrance. He got right now knowledge. Amen. Amen. Jesus said today you're going to be with me. Right now. Listen, not only did he give me more in, what, in, in acknowledgement. But let me tell you this, he gave me some more. He gave me more than that. Listen to this. Bible said, and he said unto Jesus, Lord, remember me when thou comest in thy kingdom. And listen, I've always thought well, to get saved, New Testament salvation is believing the death, burial, and resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. You say, well, Steve didn't see that. Well, evidently he did. He said, how? Well, evidently he thought he was going to come into his kingdom. 
Think about that for a minute. Here's a dead man, here's a man getting hanging and getting ready to die. And he said, when you come in your kingdom, <laughs> you know what he saw? He saw resurrected Jesus. He said, well, I'll tell you what, when you get there, he said, just remember me. He said, we remember John. He saw a resurrected Son of God Hallelujah, amen. That king saw a lot, thief saw a lot, amen. I'd hate to know a thief got a hold of something good as that and I didn't get a hold of it with him. I just want to get as much knowledge as this old thief got. He said, oh, I'm too good. I'm too good to stoop down as low as a thief. You do good to get as much as this thief got. Amen. You and me do good to get as much as this thief got. We do good to get a hold to half of what this thief got. This thief got a hold of something. Something got a hold of him too. Amen. Mm. Listen to this. I believe he saw a resurrected Jesus. Let me tell you this. The Bible said, remember me when thou comest into thy kingdom. Just remember me. That's all he's asking. I just want you to have at least a thought about me. Somewhere along the lines, just, just think about me, would you? Just somewhere along the line, would you just have, have a remembrance of me being beside you on the cross and think kindly toward me just for a little while, would you do that? And that would be a blessing for Jesus to even have a thought at all right. about yeah. me and you. Yeah. Any thought would be a blessing to somebody as great as God to have about yeah. me. Yeah. Somebody as bad as us. Yeah. Listen to this. I didn't what the Bible said happened though. Because God gave him more than what he asked for. He asked for God to remember him somewhere down the line, but he gave it to him today. He asked him, he said, just remember me. Just have a thought about me. Somewhere down the road, just think about me a little bit. Uh, Brother Johnny, that ain't what happened. <laughs> that is not what happened. Hey, listen to what the Bible said. And Jesus said to him, verily. And that word verily means truly. That means you can hang your hat on this. Hey, you, you stand on this. You can believe this. You can take this to the bank and trust this. Verily. I say unto thee, today shalt thou be with me. <laughs> he said, remember me. He said, I'll do you one better than that. You're going to be with me. <laughs> You're going to be with me. You ain't just going to have a thought about you, but I'm going to let you be where I am. I'm glad I'm saved. Ain't you? Ain't you glad you're going to heaven when you die? Ain't you glad you know Jesus? I don't have a greater friend. I don't have a greater friend than Jesus. No, not one. No, not one. <laughs> oh, yes. Listen to this. That Bible said that he said to Jesus, verse 42, Lord, remember me when thou comest into thy kingdom. Jesus said to him, Verily I say unto thee, Today shalt thou be with me in paradise. <laughs> he said, Hey, I got you one better than kingdom. Kingdom sounds good. Hey, let's just go to paradise. <laughs> he said, Brother John, that's talking about the middle of the earth. Well, I thought that too, but listen to this. Listen to Revelation 2 and verse 7. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. To him that overcometh will I give to eat of the tree of life, which is in the midst of the paradise of God. Yeah. 
Paul, I can't. Hey, man. I've heard people say this all my life. I ask them, say, how you doing? Just another day in paradise. You ask me when I get to heaven, that's exactly what I'm going to say. Amen. How you doing, Brother John? Just another good day in paradise. Amen. You say, how can it be that good? Oh, it's so good. You couldn't. We can't even begin to imagine it. That Bible you got in your lap says we ain't even been told the half of it. I can preach all night till 12 o'clock got here and still not get said how great heaven really is. And yet I got in on it in a moment, in a second of time. You did too when you got saved. We got in on a little end of something great big. I mean, I got something down deep in my soul, but I'm telling you, it's going to get better than it ever was. You think of your best service you ever sat through in your life. And you think about how great it's going to be when we get to heaven. Uh, this body can't contain it. That's why we're going to have to be in a glorified body. I tell you, we're going to have a, you say, Brother John, I ain't going to get emotional. I bet, I bet you will. I bet you will. Amen. You wait till you get there and that, that person you loved that died and you see them without cancer. Uh, you you going to tell me you ain't going to get happy about it? <laughs> that person you loved and you cared about and they had sickness and they died with it and you see them okay and everything's alright you mean to tell me you ain't going to shout a little bit about that I think we're going to have a time of our life in the paradise of God thank God for the paradise of God his Bible says and he said to Jesus Lord remember me when thou comest in thy kingdom believe if you come on piano and Jesus said unto him, Verily, I say unto thee, Today shalt thou be with me in 